0: Welcome to Nicheless Narrative, a weekly podcast bringing you the audio version of content I've written. I'm Shadows Pub, a writer and creator of books like journals and coloring books. This week, I'm talking about heat, humidity, and the dangers that come with them. Summer can be a bittersweet season for me. Warm weather and activities like swimming and boating and hiking and camping and canoeing, barbecues, etc. can be a lot of fun. But I'm a fair-skinned person, and it's always made me very susceptible to sunburns with very little effort on my part. Even most sunscreens do little to protect me. After a decade of working in a dusty environment, I added lung damage to the problem. Heat and humidity, especially humidity, can seriously impact my breathing. In hot weather, my best move is to retreat to an air-conditioned setting and keep outdoor activity to a minimum. Over the last 40 years, global temperatures have risen by about 2 degrees Celsius. It doesn't seem like much until you take note of the doubling in the frequency of dangerous heat and humidity waves. In the last few years, I've started hearing a new term in relation to heat waves, heat domes. A heat dome occurs when a high pressure area persists over an area for several days or weeks. The temperatures within the dome will push the level of humidity higher, making for increasingly dangerous conditions. A few days of heat and then cooler temps move in is not uncommon and will usually be referred to more as a heat wave. When it persists or moves very slowly across the region, it's referred to as a dome. The Dust Bowl years of the 1930s were heat domes. Many parts of the world are experiencing them this year along with a wave of falling heat records. Climate change brings the danger of those heat domes increasing in both frequency and intensity. They also bring drought and crop failures in addition to the dangers of heat and humidity to people. I've always been mindful of not only the temperature during the summer, but also how much humidity accompanies it. Being out in the sun and and the heat can trigger skin issues for me. It's the humidity which really leaves me struggling with breathing issues if I'm out in it too long. A hot day with low humidity, I can enjoy being outside in the shade. A hot day with high humidity, outside needs to be limited and air conditioned space is best for me. As the temperatures rise and our bodies start to respond to it, we start to sweat. Sweating is the body's cooling system when it's able to evaporate. As humidity rises, the ability to evaporate the sweat decreases, resulting in the core body temperature going up. This is what leads to people dying from excess heat. I recently learned there's another temperature we don't often hear about yet. It helps in measuring how dangerous heat and humidity is. It's called the wet bulb effect. It gets its name from how the temperature is taken. A cloth is wrapped around the end of a thermometer to test how much evaporation can decrease the temperature. Humans are essentially wet bulbs as we cool via via evaporation. Heat waves experienced in places like the Persian Gulf and Pakistan in 2021 saw wet bulb temperatures around 95 degrees Fahrenheit. That would be 35 degrees Celsius. In temperatures like that shade lots of water and light clothing is not enough to help the body cool. Temperatures at that level make it impossible to sweat effectively. This inefficiency in sweating causes overheating, organ failure and death. Expressing heat and humidity as a wet bulb temperature helps us better understand the risk to our health. The groups which are most vulnerable are the elderly, that's 80 to 90 percent of the heat wave casualties are in this group, people with health conditions, people working outside, and people without access to cooling services. Being younger and healthier doesn't give you a pass, it just lets you have a bit more tolerance. A study in 2010 concluded a wet bulb temperature of 95 Fahrenheit or 35 Celsius would be the upper limit of safety for the human body. That temperature would be equal to 95 Fahrenheit at 100% humidity, or 115 Fahrenheit at 50% humidity. 115, that's 46 degrees Celsius. A more recent study in a controlled environment using telemetry pills to measure core temperature found the upper limit is much lower than previously thought. They determined the upper limit to be 88. Fahrenheit, or 31 Celsius, which is equal to 88 Fahrenheit at 100% humidity, and 100 Fahrenheit, that would be 38 degrees Celsius, at 60% humidity. Notice in both studies, the upper limit was reached at a lower temperature with higher humidity than with lower humidity. As much fun as summer is, be mindful of the heat. Take measures to have a safe and healthy summer. Stay well hydrated, and no, alcohol is not used for hydrating you. Find cool areas to rest. Add rest time when engaged in activities or work, especially outside. Avoid midday activity if you can. The sun is hot as then. During extreme heat, find a cooling center. A fan will not be effective enough. Use cool showers or baths to cool down avoid cooking and never leave anyone especially children and pets in a car during hot weather have fun this summer but remember as our world changes we have to adjust how we function in order to adapt as i watch the news about the scorching heat and humidity happening around the world this summer i feel blessed that so far that this summer where i am has been rather moderate but then it's july August tends to get hotter, so my turn may be coming. If you're experiencing the heat and humidity, please stay safe. Thank you for listening to Nationless Narrative. All my podcasts can be found on Nationlessandlovingit.com. While you're there, maybe you'd like to subscribe to my weekly newsletter, Nationless and Loving It. Till next Thursday, have a great week.